0: It is time to close out our player evaluation series. I know it's been a long time since season ended, but we're going to talk about two key players that have a lot of mystery as they move forward in their careers, and as they move forward with the Orlando Magic. We talked a little bit about Mo Bamba yesterday. We'll get into his season here. We'll also talk a little bit about Cole Anthony, and yes, some draft rumors as well. It's all coming up on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your
1: daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 24th, 2022. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to wrap up our player evaluation series. It's been a long process to get here. We're going to talk about Cole Anthony and Mo Bamba, specifically what their seasons mean for the future of their career. This team goes next. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA, plus several teams in the NFL, NHL, MLB, and college too. Check out Locked On Lightning to celebrate their trip to the Eastern Conference Finals and another victory over Miami. That's always fun. Um, you can check them out wherever you download podcasts or search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Obviously, it's been a long time since the season ended, and we've had some time to to step back and reflect a little bit on, on what this season means. Um, and really, uh, no player, I think, has had such a, a strange season or, or really been kind of put in quite like... Cole Anthony. Um, it, it's Cole Anthony to me uh, came out of the gate so hot um, and, and really brought a lot of optimism and, and, and was doing things that, that the Magic had not seen from a guard in a very, very long time. Um, and so, you know, I, I did, I, I thought, you know, through the first quarter of the season, I, I thought we were seeing something real. I thought we were seeing something that was significant. Um, and for sure, you know whether it was going to last or not was certainly a question something significant and something that this team could build on that this team could grow upon that this team could do some things with. Obviously, um, there is a little bit more to it. Um, obviously uh, the magic had to get a little bit more out of it um, and, 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 and and honestly, I think Cole Anthony, was always put in sort of a tough spot and honestly a really bad spot in a lot of ways. Um, The Magic just didn't have anyone else they could turn to. Look, Cole Anthony, his early run of the season was fantastic, really inspiring, and and it gave this team a bravado that they really, really needed. Anthony ended the season averaging 16.3 points per game, a team high, 5.4 rebounds and 5.7 assists per game. But he shot just 39.1% from the floor overall and 33.8% from beyond the arc. The inconsistencies that we saw from Cole Anthony were not wholly unexpected. He was, a, the, he was forced into the leading role on a bad team. And quickly defenses learned how to guard him. And learned how to make his life difficult. And as he shot up the scouting report, as he started getting notice, it became harder and harder for him to operate. Cole improved in a lot of areas. Let's not, let's not get that twisted. Let's not get that wrong he got significantly better in a lot of ways. His passing and playmaking significantly improved. His ability to de- his defensive ability got a lot better. He's a lot more competitive on the defensive end. But at the end of the day, it was still a high-volume, inefficient shooter. And again, that, that's something that Cole's going to have to continue to work on and continue to grow on. But really now, as we sit at this point in the season, we, we kind of understand a few things. One, Markel Fultz is a significantly better game organizer. And when he got his run with the starters, whether alongside Cole or whether um, in the starting lineup, he looked like the starting point guard. Um, I don't think anyone would argue that or debate that point, that Cole Anthony is likely this team's, or that Markel Fultz is likely this team's starting point guard on opening night 2022 in in October. Um, Cole just, he didn't, you know, he was the best that the Magic had. It wasn't that he was necessarily the best option. The second thing is, you know, this is part of the criticism that followed him from North Carolina, is that is that he was a, a kind of a gunner, which again is is not necess- not meant to be a bad thing. Um, he was a guy who was willing to shoot and was a, had a scorer's mentality, and you don't ever want that to go away. That's what made him really effective early on in the season with that first quarter of the season. Because he was a willing shooter and a willing scorer. And the Magic needed that kind of aggression. More than anything, the Magic needed the swagger that he brought. The reason why he's so endeared to fans is not just that he is all about his teammates. That dude is cheering on every single one of his teammates and that's a guy you want in your locker room. But he really has the mentality that he can score on anyone. That he knows... And he has the humility at this point to say, I know I have a lot of work to do. I mean, you know, this this whole podcast is more. I'm not going to say anything new that I'm sure Cole hasn't heard. Um, but it's a challenge for him to to hit that next level. But really, the biggest challenge for Cole moving forward is how to find a role here in the NBA. How to define his role, and whether he's going to be kind of, let's say, satisfied with the role that he's going to play next year. It certainly feels like Cole Anthony is going to be the sixth man on this team next year. He's going to be the first guy off the bench. He's going to be the microwave off the bench in the way that Terrence Ross was. Obviously, his game is a lot different than Terrence Ross's and, and you know requires that he be on the ball in, in a lot of ways to be to be super effective. Um, but the Magic are going to really rely on Cole Anthony to kind of run that second unit, it looks like, next year. And that's obviously not the role that he played this year. That's a significantly significant downgrade from the role that he played this past season. And so it's it, there, there is a lot that Cole is going to have to reconfigure and figure out about his game. Um, certainly, he shouldn't settle into that role. He should believe that, hey, I'm out here to, to win the starting spot. I'm out here to be a starter. You want that mentality. Um, it, but obviously, there comes a point where you have to accept that you're something else in the NBA. Now, Cole entering his third year is young enough That he should be willing to, he should still believe the biggest dreams that he has. Absolutely. I want him to believe that he can be the starting point guard. But, you know, if he loses that training camp battle, you also want him to be able to accept that six man role. And and, and there's no reason to think that he won't be able to do that. But obviously, that's the kind of season that Anthony had. When you take a step back and look at the 2021 2022 season, you start with this notion that Cole Anthony is a potential all-star in the first quarter of the season. Is a guy who's putting up really solid numbers, both raw statistics and advanced statistics. Was one of the most efficient mid-range jump shooters in the league early in the season. was able to, to dribble guys into his shot and get to his spots. He uh, was, was really able to get where he wanted to be. Cole Anthony did a lot of really good things part twisted either. Let's not lose sight of that part. But there's still a lot Koi, that he has to do and a lot he has to accomplish. In the end, the season showed what his current limitations are. It showed where he still has significant room for improvement and it showed where he's probably not the answer that the magic thought he might have been at the beginning of the season, or maybe they never really thought that it was just he was what they had to use. And so now the next phase of Cole Anthony's development is okay. You're not the starter. You know, can you be a solid role player? And this is one of the biggest transitions and most difficult transitions that a lot of young players have to do. Is transitioning from being the star on every team they've ever been in in their lives to understanding, hey. For this team to be successful, be this. I've got to play a role. And that's the challenge that Cole Anthony faces this offseason as he continues to improve and continues to grow his game. And the challenge he will likely face when he enters training camp with a very, very different Magic team than the one that he left, one that puts a little bit of pressure on him to perform and step up in a new role. It's going to be fascinating to watch, of course. It's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, And obviously, there's a lot... Also has to do. We'll talk a little bit about Mo Bamba and the season that he had coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. It's easy to use. You pick 2-5 to five players in an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. PrizePix offers a variety of options and any prop you can think of, from points scored to rebounds and even steals. PrizePix allows mixed sports entries, so you could pick Luka Doncic over 20.5 points tonight. I don't know what the over-under is. It's probably more than 22.5. If you think that Luka Doncic is going to score 23 points tonight, you can, you can pick whether he will hit that over or under. And PrizePix doesn't just offer NBA. They have options on college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. Whatever is in season. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. But you have to use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer. Available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA for $50 for free if a player in your first prize fix entry scores a single
1: point. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date.
0: want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stammen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA Draft, Mock Draft, Player Rankings, and of course, Big Boards. It's free available wherever you get podcasts. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. Um when we dove into uh, and and talked very briefly uh, about what the what the number one pick means for Obama um and so I want to kind of scale back take another step back a little bit here and talk about the season that Mobamba had. you know where, where we're actually leaving him um obviously this was this was a really important year for Mobamba it's a new coach, so he had a fresh set of eyes on him—a coach that really seemed invested in him. It was a contract year, um, obviously. There's a—you a, know—you have a lot to prove in Bamba. You know, through an injury-filled three seasons, really struggled to establish himself in the NBA. Um, you know, but it, it was a big, 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 big moment for Mo. Um, and, and, and in large parts, I, I think you have to say that he stepped up to the plate. Um, look, should, you know? Should Mo be further along? Do you want to see a little bit more for Mo considering the draft capital the Magic spent on him with the sixth pick? Absolutely. But if you consider that Mo struggled through injury in his first year, his rookie year, when he really wasn't ready to play in the NBA, um, struggled to kind of find his footing his second season uh, when the Magic were a very different team than the one that drafted him. And then his third season was filled with injuries too as he dealt with some uh, about with long COVID and, and certainly the playoff pressure of the Magic face. Bamba really entered this year as his, let's say his, his, his so, true sophomore season, a, a real sophomore season where he was given the opportunity to grow and show where he improved over the course of his previous experience. If Mo Bamba had the second season that he had this year, we would be really buzzed. Because it's been proven over the course of the last four years that if you give Mo Bamba playing time, he is going to produce. He's going to give you stats. He's going to make things happen. And in that sense, there's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot to to like about him and a lot to like about what he did. He averaged 1.7 blocks per game and shot 38.1% from point of, you know, shot, you know, uh, opposing teams did really poor Seven percent at the rim, according to second spectrum. A double digit score and a fairly consistent one at that, although he certainly still stuck to the three-point line a little bit too much. That was just where he was comfortable. Bamba as a floor plus spacing center who could block block shots was certainly something of value to this team. And certainly the magic, because they believed in Mo so much, were willing to try a too big lineup for most of the year. That's a faith in Mbamba as much as it was a faith in Wendell Carter. They believed that they could make that pairing work. And while the numbers say it, it didn't work, it worked a lot better than most other normal pairings at the Magic Cat. I think it was minus three net rating. It's a little bit more than minus three net rating, which their team that had like a minus eight net rating isn't so bad. But obviously, we're sitting here, and it's not his second. Obviously, while Mo really found a role, found a home, found some comfort, found a coach who believed in him, we're sitting here today understanding that this is not Mo Bamba's second season. This is his fourth season. And with your fourth season comes the pressure of free agency, of restricted free agency, but free agency nonetheless. The Magic have to make a decision on how much... The Magic have to make a decision on what Bomba's worth is on the market and how much they're willing to commit to him. And as rumors have come out since the Magic got the number one pick, it doesn't seem like that that amount is very much. Obviously, you take what the draft gives you when, you go, when you're when you up to pick. The top guys in this draft are all forwards, power forwards at that. Chet Holmgren, Paolo Bencaro, Jabari Smith. If they're going to start, if you're going to use the number one pick and you hope the number one pick is a starter at the very least, that means you're putting that player at the four next to Window car, uh and Franz Wagner at the three. And that, like Cole Anthony, pushes Mobamba to the bench. So, how much are you willing to pay Mobamba uh, to be a reserve, to be a backup center? Maybe you're willing to pay that now. I, I still think there's a chance the Magic do re sign. It. But all the reporting, all the rumors suggest that everyone believes that the Magic will let Bamba walk. And here's where Bamba didn't take advantage of the opportunity. While he put up the numbers, while he looked more comfortable, while he certainly made steps forward, there's a lot still to be desired. As good as Bamba is defensively, the Magic were still better defensively when he was off the floor. Bomba still had a penchant for chasing block shots, getting out of position, being a little slow to diagnose plays, for still being someone that, despite his shot blocking, teams wanted to attack and pick apart. There's obviously a lot more to that story. There's obviously a lot more to it, but Bomba still has a long way to go. Bomba still has a lot of things he needs to develop and a lot more improvement to make. And while I think there is still a ton of value in him, he can still be a very good player in a lot of ways. Bamba still has work to do. And Magic may not be the place for him to get that work done anymore. Look, it was, it was a good season for Mo Bamba. Career high in points, career high in rebates, games played. He was great this season. He did not have a bad season. It just wasn't enough. He just didn't do enough to secure his place. And while, you know, certainly Mo said that he wants to stay, um, you know, he made every indication that he would like to stay, I still think there is at least a small chance he takes a qualifying offer and sticks around. But if I'm Mo Bamba and I'm looking at this team and looking at this environment as, as good as the culture is, as comfortable as he might be, there's not playing time. And Bomba right now needs to get his money. He needs to get his get his contract and set himself up. And that likely means going elsewhere to do it. We'll talk a little bit about some draft rumors and, and do our little rumor reminder coming up here in just a moment. But behind the business serving it Yourselfers for more than 20 years, Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have every motor today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs.
0: So obviously, you know, it's good to look back, but we are looking forward. It is draft season here. The Magic have the number one overall pick. It's obviously creating a ton of interest. Everyone wants to know who the Magic are ultimately going to pick with the top pick in the draft. It is still the biggest mystery of the NBA, and a lot of it is because you no, know, there isn't a consensus pick. Um, there isn't a consensus. Um, but I- I've been seeing this lately uh, a little bit where there's been several stories coming out that all pretty much say the same thing. So I'm going to lump them all together, whether it's John Hollinger, whether it's Sam Vecini of The Athletic, whether it's, uh, I think I saw Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report kind of report the same thing. Um, it, I'm seeing these reports all over the place. Let's just dive into it. Um, there are several variations of this report where reporters who are at the NBA Draft Combine just pulled a bunch of different executives, or they say, you know, several executives or rival executives say, that they believe the Magic are favoring uh, Chet Holmgren for the number one pick. Um, again, you know, you, 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 it's very important that you read how these rumors are phrased because um, again, the headlines will all say rumors, Magic favoring Chet Holmgren, and honestly, every single one I, I click on a lot of these because okay, maybe maybe this time it's something real, but a lot of these are saying the same thing. Rival executives believe. Rival executives know the Magic have a penchant for taking guys with long limbs and and huge wingspans. They're leaning toward Chet Holmgren. They think they're leaning toward Chet Holmgren. Let's make this 100% clear, guys. The Magic leaked nothing. The Magic leaked nothing. I've, I've only seen scant reports of who the Magic even interviewed at the combine. And for sure, they were there. We know they were there. Um... I have seen maybe two of the names that the Magic interviewed at the Combine. None of the guys at the very, very top uh, at this point. Um, There are just very few reports of who the Magic are working out and and anything else. If there's one thing Magic fans know and understand, so I will say this to any national listeners listening to this podcast, if there's one thing about this Magic front office, they don't leak anything. So do I think the Magic are leading Torchette Holmgren? No. No. Do I think they're leaning toward anyone at this point? No. They haven't done the work yet. Um, it, Jeff Weltman's made it very, very clear that the interview process, bringing guys in, really getting to know these guys as human beings, is a big part of their process. Um, and so the Magic, while I'm sure they have some statistical guys, you know, I'm sure every, everyone at this point is leaning towards someone, the Magic are not making a decision today. Um, that's the truth. That's the truth of it. They're still gathering information. And this next month is really important to their draft process. They want uh, to, gra- to to get as much information on these kids as they can um, so they can make the best decision. Because as Jeff Weldman continually says, it's about falling in love with the person as much as it is falling in love with the player. Um, and, and that's really the task that's at hand. They've got all the t- game tape, they've got all the measurements, they've got all the data they need to figure out these, these players as, as players. Now they got to figure out who they are as people, and that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And it can only be done in this stage when you have the opportunity to get guys one-on-one to interview guys. And hopefully, they'll be able to bring them to the Amway Center. They'll be able to bring them to the Advent Health Practice Facility and give them a tour of the new digs when they get set to open next next month. It looks like or at some point this summer. It could the Magic draft Chad Holmgren? Absolutely. We're going to talk more about the draft later in the week. Do not worry. Um, could the Magic draft Chad Holmgren? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, he is on the list. He should be on the list. He is a really special player. Uh, he's a really good player. Um, he checks a lot of boxes the Magic like, and obviously, um, you know, the Magic have some experience dealing with these kind of lanky big men like they did with Mo Bamba. Are the Magic leaning that way? You know, I don't think they are, Um Personally, I, I you know, but that's that's my evaluation more than anything else. Where I I lean toward Paolo or Jabari as, as my pick at this point. I I don't have Chet quite off my board, but I I don't view him as the right fit for this roster and for this team at this moment. Um, but for sure, Chet Holmgren's on that list. For sure, the Magic are thinking about Chet Holmgren. They'd be silly not to. They'd be any of that. That I warn fans. I warn anyone that's listening to this. The Magic are not close to a decision. Come on. Be sure when you see rumors, you check what they actually say and understand what's actually being reported and what's actually being said. The Magic are going to keep every executive around the league guessing because they don't leak anything. They don't tell anyone anything. Weltman's really upfront with players, but he guards his secrets. Um, they, he guards everything that they understand and they know um, really, really well. And that's where this team is going to sit today. That's the truth of it. So no, the Magic are not making a pick anytime soon. The Magic have not zeroed in on a specific guy. This isn't a. This is going to be a draft where Magic fans are going to stress a lot, because I don't think we're going to know who the pick is until Adam Silver has it in his hands, to be perfectly honest, or until Woj gets a call from an from the agent of the guy who got picked. It's going to be pins and needles all the way till draft night, and obviously we've got 30 days, less than 30 days now to get there. So. A long way to go. So just keep keep at a good pace here. Don't don't get into a dead sprint quite yet. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Lockdown Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in to Him, like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey. All of the places you'll know podcast, your podcast-enabled listening device. Um, I know that I've had some video issues of late on the YouTube channel, so if the YouTube the audio is a little choppy. I do have a backup uh, backup uh, audio that I am using for the podcast feed. Um, so def- if, you, if it was too choppy for you, you can go back. You can go download our podcast feed and listen to that. I am going to be resolving the video issues here very, very, very soon. Um, but I want to thank everyone again for their patience with that. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For your next lesson, go check out the Locked On NBA podcast from the first tip of the play-in tournament all the way to the end of the NBA Finals. Lockdown experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. That's gonna do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic for Orlando Magic Dealing Lockdown Magic. The right. We'll see you next time for another episode. Of